all your Disney Plus, Apple Plus, Amazon Prime, MCU, DCU, E3 news. If it's an acronym, we've got you covered all right here on the Geek Underground. Reviewing primary directives. Get plugged in. You are a sad, strange little man. Throw the freaking hump, imposter! What's that? Even listen to yourself when you talk? I drift in and out. Hey, cuckoo birds, do you mind? This is important. If you'll all excuse me, I have a man to beat in pool while wearing shorts. Let me ask a question. Do you hate this? Do you hate doing this? Do you? Are you like a crazy person? Why can't you see that for the compliment that it is? Wow, this is garbage. Welcome to the Geek Underground episode number 35. My name is Dadpool here with Trash Panda. Welcome to the show, Trash Panda. Now, we are just getting into the heart of the wonderful movie madness that is blockbuster movies. Uh, coming up, I think actually just, just released now, Dark Phoenix and The Secret Life of Pets 2, even though Secret Life of Pets 2, I'm not super... Super. Uh, I didn't even with. like the first one that much. I'll be honest. I didn't yeah. think the first one was great. So I am really not bothered about watching the second one. And the kids certainly haven't seemed to be bothered about watching the second one. So yeah. Yeah, we still might take them. Men in Black is out no. next week. Men in Black coming. There's too many other good movies out to watch. Go Toy watch. Story 4 is coming out. Spider-Man <sighs> Far From Home is coming out July. I'm going to be honest. Toy Story 4 looks like a rental to me yeah I, i'm not really I, i'm not buying it yet I will, we'll see if they have anything else closer to the release date which is really just two weeks away at this point but they, they haven't really sold me on it fast and the furious in august you know around my birthday time we Boom. can go watch fast and the furious hobbs no. and shaw no um what about 47 meters down uncaged hey i'm on talking august about that 16th. later you're talking about leave oh, it alone. alone. I'm just talking that we have still movies coming up in this summertime that people might want to go and see, like Child's Play. Who doesn't want to go watch Child's Play? Me. Yeah, me too. I don't really want to go watch Child's Play. But if you like Child's Play, I'm not going to disparage you in any way because that might be something that you really enjoy. But for this show, for this show right now, I want to do something that you listening right now can also take part in, but we will be challenging the wits and the mind of Trash Panda right now. Now, I came across this game, and I have no qualms in saying that I stole this directly from another podcast, uh, but, but it had me when I was listening. I loved this because I was trying to guess along. I was trying to figure out what exactly it was they were talking about. And the way this game works is I will give you a hint or a clue and you try to guess the name of the movie based on the clue I give you. Okay. Now, now, now the one caveat to this, there is one caveat is that the name of the movie you're trying to guess has been changed by one letter. Let me give you an example. Give me an example here. So my example question would be this. A tennis referee lashes out after being attacked. A tennis referee lashes out after being attacked. And the answer, of course, would be the umpire strikes back. 
So you see, we changed the E from the Empire to a U for to make make this work. That's dumb. It's amazing. It's this is amazing. Dumb. This is so clever. I was trying to even figure out how I could make something similar to this myself, and I couldn't even make a single movie or a reference because I, I apparently I'm not as smart as the person that made this quiz. Um, but you can see where it's going. So you need to change a single letter in the title of the movie, and that's what you're trying to guess. So in other words, this is a let's make Trash Panda look as stupid as possible game. Pretty much. That's what we're going for right Thanks. here. So out of nine questions, out of nine questions, how many can we make Trash Panda miss? All right. So the first one then, the first one that's actually a scoring question is this. Trying to take a sneaky poop in the woods is one man's ultimate challenge. Let me say that again, just so you can make sure you hear what I actually just said. Trying to take a sneaky poop in the woods is one man's ultimate challenge. Now, there's a little bit of a misdirection in his ultimate challenge, but it just has to be there to make this work. I've Trying no to take clue. a sneaky poop. You, you, you try to take sneaky poops all the time, Doom. only they're, they're not very sneaky. They're very loud. Doom. Uh, no. Okay. So the hint, I will give you a hint. So since you don't know, now I'll give you a hint of a uh, actor that appeared in the movie. That actor is Tom Hanks. So just think of Tom Hanks movies and then think of how you could, what, what's a sneaky poop? Think of a sneaky poop. What, what would you call a poop? I'm not saying that word on air. I'm not saying say crap or the other S word. I'm just saying, what is another word for poop? I have no clue. You know. Doo-doo. That's close. What else? What else would be another slang for pooping? I have no clue. Okay, well, what movies have Tom Hanks been in? Castaway. That's one, yes. What Tom, else? Tom, Toy Story. Yes. Is there a to catch toy me if poopy? You can. No, catch me if. Catch. There's no poop in that. There's no poop in that. What, what, what movie has he been in where there could yes, be poop? Yes, there is poop in Toy Story. It's not Toy. You can't change one letter and make it toy poopy. Or... I don't get it. All right. So so this one would be Forrest Dump. A sneak in the woods. He's in the woods. What's another word for woods? His ultimate challenge. That's... It would make sense. His ultimate goal because he played football. How I know. dumb is that? Come on. All right. Now, now, I know you'll get this next one, though. So you're 0 for 1, Trash Panda, 0 for 1. I know you will get this next one because, one, you like the movie, and I think this one is is not quite no! as... Yes. It's not quite as much of a misdirection as that one. So here is your, your question, not really a question, more of a statement. A tentacled sea creature decides to end its life. A tentacled sea creature tries to end its life. I know what it is, but it's stupid. No, it's not stupid. What is it? It is stupid. <laughs> well, then what is it? And actually, this is an actual thing, so it's bad. You can't use this. Why? Because it's actually in Red Dwarf, so you're not allowed to use it. What's in Red Dwarf? The Suicide Squid. Su <laughs> Legend, you got it, yes. It's actually in Red Dwarf. It's How a very is that famous in Red thing. Dwarf? There is a Suicide Squid in Red Dwarf because they get hit by the ink of it and it makes them all want to commit suicide. Well, that's not very nice. But see, you got one. You're one for two. You're fifty percent. Hey, you're you're batting five hundred, which in baseball terms is amazing. If Lister you were to, just called you a smackhead. No, for that one. Lister's amazing. All right, <laughs> I like this one. Um, you you might need the uh, you might need the actor to get this one. But here, here's your statement: Home renovations are far from easy. 
home renovations are hard. Oh, wait, are far from easy. Crap, I just gave part of it away. Home renovations are far from easy. I'll give you the actor. I know you might need this. It's Bruce Willis. And he's in a Christmas movie. I'm going to say Die Hard, but I've got no clue why that's got anything to do with that. we got to change one letter. Remember? Die Hard? You're writing things in the air and I have no I'm trying to help is. you off the microphone to make you get it. It's <laughs> I don't know. The reason you said Bruce Willis and Christmas movie, it went die hard, but I haven't got a yes. clue why. Yeah, you can keep doing that to me. I I'm don't trying know. to help it DIY hard. DIY hard. They changed one letter. DIY. Do it yourself hard. That's what they, in this country that's actually what you call home improvements. They call it DIY. All the web pages over DIY.co.uk. I saw that's this country. That's not me. That's not America. That's a you thing. It's an English thing. I'm trying to I'm trying to help you out off off, off mic. Um, um, all right. So I know we just saw this movie. So you will get this. You will get this right away without me even needing to give you. Um, I, I think you'll get this. So again, change one letter and you've got it. So a famous Pokemon is somewhat broken. A famous Pokemon is somewhat broken. We just saw this, Trash Panda. I know you can get this one. Um, but the sad problem is, is that I know the movie, but then you're like, no, it's not right because you haven't changed one letter and it makes no sense because it's obviously Detective Pikachu. Yes. But I don't know why it's Detective Pikachu. It is just Detective Pikachu. But it's a famous Pokemon is somewhat broken. Then what would it be called if it's not? How would no. you? No. No what? It's dumb. It's Detective Pikachu. That's the answer. I got it right. Well, you Points for me. Detective Pikachu is an answer. Does it make it the right answer? So what would the right answer be? Thinking of that now, knowing what we've done with these movies, what would it be? Detective Pikachu. No, what would it be, Trash Panda? Tell me, what would it be? You know. You know. <laughs> so the people at home know that you're right as well. Just say it, because I know I can see it. Detective Pikachu. <sighs> You're not playing along well. <laughs> you told me to guess the movie. I got it right. No, I told you to guess the movie with one letter changed. So if you changed your one letter, and I know you know because now you're just winding me up. If you changed that one letter, what would it be? I want to give you credit. You've got to let me give you credit. I I'm the teacher. This is school. I'm Detective the teacher. suck at you. That's changing two letters, actually. So, no. I'm the teacher trying to work with the student, trying to give them credit the best that I can, but I need the student to work with me here. I need the student to do something because they, the student knows the answer. So, what is it? Defective Pikachu. Yes, <laughs> Defective Pikachu. I knew you knew it. I knew. But you told I me. I didn't even tell you that one. No, you, you had did. that one. All right. All right. Um, let me pick then just one more, and I will end it with one more. Um, this would then let you finish because you got, let's see, so you got the tentacle tea creature, yes, and you got... The, Oh, no, so you can finish at 500. That was one, two. No, you can finish above 500. You're two for four right now, okay? And so 
One, yeah, because I'll give you, yeah, two for four. So you can finish above 500 here if you can get this What's one. What's 500? 50%. So above 50%. Sorry, I use baseball metaphors. Um, so here is your statement. And you should get this, and I will even help you out. One of our friends was cosplaying as something that might be associated with this, but you need to change the letter. Okay, so an attractive woman woman enjoys a huge banquet. An attractive woman enjoys a huge banquet. Pretty woman. No, you didn't change any letters. <laughs> this is an attractive woman. Yes, that is an attractive woman. Pretty is attractive, yes. And the hint then for the character that just appeared in this was Emma Watson. Yeah, but enjoys a banquet is wrong because it would be Beauty and the Beast. So it would be then... Oh, for goodness sakes. So what would it be? Beauty and the... If she enjoyed a huge banquet... Meast. <laughs> Reast. Meast. Many much moosin. Moosin is it? Boxin. <laughs> all right. For those that don't know, Brian Regan and his comedy won't get that at all. But you should listen to Brian Regan because he's one of the best clean comedians out there. Um, boxin. Beauty, beauty and the boxin. Beauty and the what? Beauty and the what? <laughs> no, it's dumb. It. Beauty and the feast. It's beauty and the feast for those listening. Um, and I'm going to give those people at home, since I know you actually did get that one. I'm going to give these people at home one more time. Um, actually, let's give them two. We'll give them two more at home listening to guess to see if they can get these. Because uh, these are just fun. Um <laughs> they're, not. they're fun for me because I'm, I'm the one administering the test which makes it fun uh so this one is the origin story of a man who serves drinks so the origin story of a man who serves drinks so let's just let's just talk about this see we, we don't need to guess this it's fine so what do we call someone that serves a drink a waiter a waiter or if you're behind the bar you are a if you're serving from the bar, you a are bar a barmaid. A barmaid? Who's a If I was behind the bar, would I be a barmaid? No. What would I be? A barman. A barman. Okay, so right there then. What What is then at the very point of the origin of something? Um, it's the, I can't say the word because it gives away, but you have right barman. So now think of a movie with Christian Bale in it and think of how you change that one letter and make it into the movie title. Can you do it? Batman Begins. And what did you just say? I would be if I was serving drinks. I am a banana man. Oh, I hate you. I hate you. <laughs> yes, Barman Begins. Very good. Very good, Trash Panda. Um, and the last one, then, we'll give them um, on our going out and then trashing and disposing of this game. Um, which one should I pick? I've got two to choose from. Um, this one is more painful. Okay. <laughs> so a Jamaican exercise class expands to neighboring countries. A Jamaican exercise class. Cool runnings. Expands. Now, this one again. The Nutty Professor. They, they had. No, this is not for you to guess. This is for people listening to guess. So you're, you're fine. You don't need to try to get this one. Um, but, but the reason why they say expands to neighboring countries, it has to be there. But again, it kind of leads you down the wrong path. I'm going to give you the hints of the actor, and it's Orlando Bloom. 
I'll even give you a secondary actor while they get a chance to figure that out now. So Orlando Bloom, could it be Lord of the Rings? Could it be, I don't know many Orlando Bloom movies other than that or Pirates of the Caribbean. Elizabeth Town. Elizabeth Town. I don't know if I've seen that one. Yes, you have. Okay, well, I have. We own it. Well, then I forgot it for some reason. Um, and then if we think of, okay, either Lord of the Rings or Pirates of the Caribbean or Elizabeth Town, do any exercises... Can they just flip with some of the words? And then we get to Lord of the Rings. Now, nothing really there. Pirates, Pilates, <gasps> Pilates of the Caribbean. <laughs> You're looking at me like you want to kill me. You're looking at me like this was horrible and I just like ate your baby. What, what is going on? Come on. These are fantastic. The fact that you can get these statements and then just change a single letter and have something totally different. This is so much fun. Dear listeners, this is my marriage. I hear you chewing on a banana chip. Is that what you want them to hear? No, I just want them to sit in silence and, and listen to you laughing about this ridiculousness that's really stupid <laughs> and dumb and it, and has no nothing. No, it's bad. It's amazing. This, it's this, this bad. is really amazing. She just doesn't understand how much fun. Come on, you had fun. Please tell me. All right. So here's the thing then. If you enjoyed those questions, you need to prove me right. Comments. Send us comments on iTunes, on Instagram, on Twitter, on Facebook, somewhere, please. At the Geek Underground. Well, no, at the Geek UG. So at and then the Geek UG. Tell me if you and enjoyed you that or if you hated it. You fun of me for liking Sharknado. I don't care. Seriously. Well, we'll see. Tell me, please, uh, of our listeners, there are not many, but I know you guys are out there. And I've seen you guys, a few hundred listen on Facebook when we do our thing. So I know you're there. I know you're there somewhere. But please tell me, tell me if you enjoyed that, if that was fun. Um, or prove Trash Panda right and just stay silent. Because if there's silence, then I lose. But if I get even one of you, what do they say on radio? If you can get even one one response for every thousand kind of thing, that, that kind of is how it represents. So if we have one person that responds, that means a thousand of you did. So all I need is one. All I need is one of you. That's all I need and I win. No, you need at least ten. No, I need one. You need ten. In radio, they say one for a thousand is uh, how they do that. Since when? Since when we were on radio, that's how they said they do it. If we get one caller, it means there's a thousand listeners. Dude, I worked at the radio station a lot longer than you. And that's what Johnny said. You're basing all of your thing off of what Johnny says? He was the general manager of the radio station we worked at in the States. And yes, I am because he was the best host that station ever had. Present company excluded. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, You're digging yourself a really big grave now, mate. No, you know that other radio stations in that area thought you were syndicated. They thought you were some syndicated British show. That's what you brought to that station. All right, moving on. So, movies and TV, Trash Panda. What, what do you have? <laughs> and this is the last episode of the Geek Underground. I hope you guys enjoy it. This is this is great. This is this is so much fun. No. No. All right. <laughs> I'm going to shake my head at you. No. 
Um, now, there are a few things going on right now, though. E3 is just getting ready to launch. Yep. We're recording this on, a, on, I'll just say, a Saturday. We're going to post it on a Sunday. And then E3 takes place Tuesday through Thursday. So we don't have a lot of information about that right now. There is still some. There, there's some information from that. Don't get me wrong. There is some from E3. Uh, just not the big announcements yet. There have been some leaks. I know you have some Xbox, Microsoft leaks that have gotten out there. Um, Were you reading my notes? No, I, I just knew that as well because Xbox, and then I did happen to see on your notes that you wrote the same thing. Um, TV and movies. So let's just start then. S since there's not a whole lot relating to E3 um, and, and video games, why don't you go ahead then and kick us off with some E3 news. I, I'll just I'll touch on some of the video game news that might be out in the world right now. So actually, most of my stuff is about... Actually, I'd say good night. Send my stuff is all about, like, E3 stuff. Wow. So, no, 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 no. So, do you want to talk about games first, or do you want to talk about TV, or do you want to talk about movies? Well, TV's not E3, and movies Technically isn't E3. It is. I kind of. All right, just go ahead. Let's just start with the video games. We can get that out of the way, and then we can touch on TV and movie after okay. that. Okay. So, the one I'm really excited about, um, that we just got to see the, um, what is it? YouTube video? What was that? Live stream? Oh, for Destiny 2. Yeah, it was, it oh, was, yeah, it was their, Twitch, their Twitch live stream. Yeah, so Destiny, um, Bungie have now done their first little... Um, we're alone and we're not with Activision anymore. And this is what we're doing, which was amazing. And they had a huge live stream. And it's all about the new update that's dropping in September called Shadowkeep. Um, there was a load of other little bits and pieces about it. The actual um, DLC is really cool looking. We're going back to the moon. If you're a Destiny player, you know the moon's an awesome place to be. It's really good fun. It looks like we're going back to the Cosmodrome as well, which was always my favorite map. The Cosmodrome is really where Destiny had its sweet spot in, in Destiny yeah. 1. They had a lot of really cool content that came from that. And we're going to be going back to the Cosmodrome. We're going back to the moon. And it looks amazing. Abs absolutely amazing. Um with the release, though, we're also looking at cross-platform use now. Well, cross-platform in so much as you can take your character across platform. There's not cross-platform play. So Which we, we don't is very mystery. good. Yeah, so two, two distinct things. But it is good because some people, they have a PlayStation 3 and then they upgrade to an Xbox One. Now, what do they do? Well, they can actually port their player over yep. or they go to the PC. They can bring their player there as well. So this, this, this is very good, but it doesn't pit... PC against platform, which would See, be unfair. See, the difference is, is, yeah, because with a PC, if you're playing on PC and you're playing Destiny, like when you want to switch your guns out, you pull your menu up. If you're playing on the PlayStation or the Xbox, it takes about 10 seconds for you to actually get the menu up and then be able to change your gun out. On PC, it is instantaneous. So if you're in the middle of a map and you're running Crucible and then somebody switches their guns out, it just means that they're going to be going a heck of a lot faster, which would be incredibly unfair for the people who, like us, playing on like PlayStations. Well, but but, so. but also just the way the guns even even function on a PC yeah. versus a platform, that there is a distinct advantage to to, to PC gamers uh, in some of the hand cannon use. Uh, not far gone, long forgotten. Those yeah. those weapons where you ju you're just going to get overpowered and overtaken if you are a platformer versus a PC player. So exactly. Um, we're also going to be um, the PC people 
are going to be heading over to Steam exclusively. The PC people. The PC people, um, which I've heard from a lot of people who are the PC players that they are really excited about that, which is going to be good. Um, and then there's also um, when it comes to your guardian, you're going to be able to really control the look of your guardian and the stats because at the moment you could have a piece that's got some really good rolls on it that's got some really good perks but it might not be the best looking piece and then you've got the set of armor that you just think oh that looks cool i really like that but the stats aren't that great but it doesn't play the way you want it to play so instead of you being like there was a meme this week did you see it where it said Uh uh, it was a picture of this guy in this really cool set of armor it was actually a cosplayer Everything was really cool. He had a sword in his hand and then on his shield, it was bright pink and had Hello Kitty on it. And underneath it said, um, when your armor doesn't match, but you have the best stats. Yeah. (laughs) Which I thought was hilarious. And that just points out right here that you can actually really customize your own character so that it's very individual. You can have the armor you want, but then you can attach the perks you want to that armor. Even the way they they, uh, address the subclasses, it's not entirely going back to the way it was in Destiny 1 no. where they had a... What, what I liked about that versus Destiny 2. Destiny 2, you have your your three subclasses. You have your Solar, your Void, and your Arc. Mm-hmm. And you can essentially choose one of two different styles of play, but that's it, yeah. one of two. In Destiny 1, you could make a variable, a hundred different ways of playing each one of those subclasses, and they're going back to that to where you can really tweak and fine-tune the way your character plays for you specifically, where not everybody's running the exact same thing. And that, to me, is awesome because I, I liked playing in an individual style. I liked adjusting things to play the way I wanted to play. And, and this is going even beyond what Destiny 1 had and really making it to where you can tailor it for you. And whereas me in Destiny 1, especially when I was starting to play and starting to learn how to play, I liked the pretty armor sets that looked really cool and they might not have had the best stats, but I had the black like trousers with the gold like light up kind of swirls in it and I thought it looked <laughs> so cool. They had the worst stats, but I was not taking those things off when I got them. <laughs> I love those darn things. And for those that play fantasy sports, uh, that was how she would pick her fantasy teams as well. Oh, I like his name. Oh, his name sounds great. I'm going to pick Foster and this person. And just because their names are wonderful and she would win just because she would pick the pretty names. <sighs> that was frustrating. Ting. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, the other thing is it's going to, what's that thing called? NVIDIA? Google Stadia. Stadia. I will talk about that. So if you have some more before then, I've got a little, I've got a little quick little blurb on on Google Stadia. What's so anyway, the that. Destiny Two, the Shadow, um, the Shadow Keep is also going to make it so you're now going to have a la carte purchasing when it comes to Destiny. Um, everything up to this point, you will be able to get for thirty five dollars full stop. The the base game, then plus all these things. There's a light version where basically you can instead of you going in and going right I've got to go through all of the original story I've got to build up my light level I've got to build up my levels you can play the light version and basically you can jump straight into Crucible straight into Gambit straight into um, the Menagerie and just go right I'm playing this and I can play with my friends and it doesn't really matter <laughs> okay those words might not have meant anything to people that don't play Destiny but essentially what it what it's meant uh, up until this point before is that 
there have been so many expansions and add-ons that in order to get up to the gameplay to where your friends might be if you were coming in for the first time, that there's 20 hours of content you have to sift through, plus you have to buy all these different expansions just to get to that point. They're simplifying the process from here on out to where you just pay that, that $30 fee and then you're right there. You don't need to do 20 extra hours of play. There might, there might be an hour, so you've got to go through just some stuff of setting your character up and then you can be playing with your friends right away and not have to go through all of the headache of getting there. And, and that's something they've been trying to do and trying to figure out how to streamline. And, and with this next uh, DLC drop coming in the fall time and autumn with Shadowkeep, they're, they're looking to streamline it and making it more of that a la carte style gameplay to where, yes, you can partake and play with your friends. And if you want to add that season pass, you can, but you don't have to buy that season pass ahead of time and spend an extra $30 up front just to get the whole year's worth of content. So it's something that's very good for Destiny, very good for the community, very good for the players. And uh, it, it's just it's just a good move for, for Bungie. Yeah. Um yeah, that was, I mean, that was pretty much it. I mean, that was a rundown apart from the Stadia thing. Um, the new DLC looks amazing. It looks brilliant and it looks like it's going to really take it to some new places. I mean, even now with the Menagerie that's just dropped, um, we weren't quite expecting it to take as long as it did. So the other night we were like, 10.30, let's just have another go at this quick action thing. 11.30, we still hadn't finished it. And it's like, oh dear. Yeah, we were we <laughs> did not realize this was going to take so long. But what we did play with it was really good fun. And it was it was a blast running around doing the, the stuff. We're so not high light, enough light levels to really be able to do most of it. No, we can, though. I mean, shame. we're high enough level to do the strike. The strike teams that finished it the fir in the first day are, are lower than what we are right now. Yeah, but I mean... It, it, just because you don't complete a section of it doesn't mean that you lose out altogether, which is oh, quite no, nice. Oh, no, yeah. So you still get to play it, and that's that's what's nice about it. But it was a lot of fun. I'm looking forward to doing some more of that. And the lore going on at the moment, they've really stepped up their storytelling because uh, I just finished the Invitation of the Nine with the Drifter, finding out more about the Dredgedon and all of that stuff, and I've still got to just point and laugh at you getting your Dredgedon badge because you're donuts that is really gonna get you sometime soon and i'm glad i didn't go for that one <laughs> um but yeah it's just I, i'm so impressed with what they're doing now right right before this new little bit of content dropped i was like eh, i'm kind of getting a little bit phased out of it and i started playing assassin's creed again and then as soon as the new content dropped, I'm like, oh my gosh, got more stuff to do. I've got to get this done. I've got to get this done. Got to get this well, done. Well, with Google Stadia, you can play the Assassin's Creed Odyssey is dropping with with uh, the Google Stadia launch in November. Um, and what I like about this this move with Destiny to to get on board with with Stadia. This is something they couldn't have done, I don't think, when they were in bed with Activision no. because they've now divorced that and have their own thing. I think that's why we're able to see them with Google Stadia. Now, th th there's there's some pros and cons to Stadia here. For those people that, that like having the physical media, you're not going to like this. For me, I haven't bought a, a DVD in two plus years now. I know you have. You, you've bought things recently. Now and again, And yeah. you like to have that. But but, but it's that whole thing where I, 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 I used to like having the DVDs. I used to like having the cases. I wanted to make sure I had a backup, but now it's just so easy to wherever I go, I have my phone, I have my iPad and my computer. I have all of my media with me. It's all right there. I can just stream whatever movie I want that I've already purchased. And, and that that's the future that we're going towards with Google Stadia and with others. It's not just going to be Google. All, all of the big players are going to follow this. 
But what, what Google just released, uh, I think a couple days ago, two days ago, um, they gave us a price, $130 if you want to buy this Stadia Founders Edition. Now, what that includes is one, a limited edition night blue controller. It's a Bluetooth controller, uh, a Chromecast Ultra Puck. Now, what's important about this is the only way you can get Google Stadia on a TV uh, at launch, at least, is with a Chromecast Ultra Puck. They didn't really tell this to people before, but now you you have to be basically it's, it's like an Apple TV. It's like the little Chromecast stick no, it plugs it's into the like side. It's like Alexa dot. So it's, it's basically like an Alexa like a dot that you a little Alexa thing that looks like yes. a um, One thing I also don't like is when they were initially advertising this, they were saying that hey, this is for everybody. We want everybody to have Google Stadia. We want it to be out there. And now it's only being released on the Chromecast and it's only being released on the Pixel phones. So iPhones are out of luck. Samsung Notes are out of luck. Anybody else that doesn't have a Google product is out of luck. It will come later, but this initial launch is only on Google products. The awesome thing about this, though, is where in my mind we're going with this. I, I think of Ready Player One. Right. And, mm -hmm. and I think they can play any video game at any place, at any time, anywhere. That, 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 that to me sounds fantastic. And if we're heading towards that, that's awesome. Yeah. Now, with the Google price structure, it's kind of like Netflix. You pay either $10 a month or nine pounds a month. And that gets you access to this initial kind of stable of games, which would include Destiny 2, uh, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Mortal Kombat 11, and many, many more that will be included in this initial kind of bunch of games. Or what you can do is you can buy the games outright instead of paying that 10 or nine pounds a month. You can buy the games outright and that will give you access to that game specifically. But that feature, though, won't be available until 2020. So if you want to play Google Stadia at launch, which is November 2019, if you buy the Founders Edition, it comes with three months of that uh, service included for you and for a friend. So you can actually give a friend, if you have a friend that already has a Bluetooth controller and a Google Chromecast, well, they, they'll have access then right away to that whole list of games and can start playing with that right away. So, so Google Stadia, while... Right now, it is very niche in that it's just Google and just Google products. The potential that I see with this is fantastic because there's so much that we could do um, with cloud-based gaming. Now, we're still, a, we're still a, a console generation away. We're still going to have a PlayStation 5. We're still going to have an Xbox, a next generation Xbox, whatever. I think it's Crimson. Is that what it's called? Um, coming, and I know you're going to talk about that one here in just a second. Uh, but cloud-based gaming is coming it's closer than we think and we're probably less than five years away from being fully cloud-based in all of our gaming though there will still be consoles people still like the retro consoles those will make their rounds like the same way right now we have the 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 retro uh, nintendo entertainment system the retro sega the retro super super nintendo yep. all of those are making their rounds we'll still have those people still want those but there's going to be the potential to play every single game ever just in, in cloud-based gaming, which mm -hmm. is that's, anywhere you are. That's amazing to me. Now, you have something on that new Xbox console that's coming out, that, that Xbox, I think it's Crimson. Is that, the, is that the code name for that Xbox console? Yeah, so it's not. It's Scarlet. Or Scarlet, I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. there's actually two. Um, one's the Anaconda, the Xbox Anaconda, and one's Xbox Scarlet. Uh, the Anaconda is going to be a completely uh, digital base. There's going to be no CD slot for it whatsoever. But the Scarlet will have um, still access to put a physical game into it. Which I think uh, Xbox, with the Xbox One, they released a, a version of that, that that did not have a yeah. disk drive. 
And these are just kind of like working names. These might not be the actual, this is kind of like the, the nudge, nudge, wink, wink. This is what has kind of been leaked a little bit, but whether it's actually the real name of these consoles or not, I don't know. Um, Scarlet's going to be the main powerhouse though. Um, she, the main information that has is kind of out there and this could change still is that the SSD will be massively powerful, which means the load times will be really reduced. Yeah. If you have a really good solid state drive, then, then I mean, your access time is super fast. Yeah. When I first got my MacBook air, the very first uh, one that I had, it was just amazing how fast stuff loaded. Mm. And so if they can get that on, on a console, that's going to be amazing. Well, there's, there was a guy who's actually been looking at the PlayStation 5 and the new um, Xbox Scarlet. And whereas both of the the Xbox One, when it came out, there was a big controversy. There was a load of problems with it and everything else. He said both consoles are at this point really amazing and they're going nice. to be great. So hopefully with this information about Xbox, we're going to see that about PlayStation. Cause yeah. Yeah, um, we're looking at 12 gigs of RAM, a terabyte uh, solid, state, solid state hard drive and an eight core CPU. Although if they can make it worth the money, they're going to raise it to 16 gigs of RAM. Wow. OK, it's really not that much of a price jump when you look at what it takes to go from eight to 16. So if they can get that, I mean, well, you figure the information it's gonna... that's been dropped is 12, but apparently Microsoft are looking to see whether they can do it where it's not going to add a ton of money on to make it into the 16. Yeah, from what I've heard, it's, it's going to be a $400 price point anyways. And yeah. at that price point, you should be able to get that in there. And, yeah. and, and that'd be really nice if they can. Um, th that would just greatly reduce load times uh, and, and just really keep things a lot snappier uh, feeling, at least for those that are playing games and, and going into different, different worlds and different maps. It just means it's going to load that much quicker. And its release date is sometime next year, so 2020. So we're not going to get a Christmas release for those? No. Okay. So it might even be closer to Christmas of the next year Possibly. then. Possibly. So a 2020 Christmas release date. Yep. And that, that really sounds more in line with what PlayStation has been saying. They're going to get a few more years out of the PlayStation 4, what they have right now. Mm -hmm. I actually like that because I don't want to have to go out and buy two more consoles. Although if one of us gets the Google Stadia and then one of us gets the, the PlayStation 5, that might be a way to offset the cost in that you can pick up a Bluetooth controller and a Chromecast pretty cheap or just a Bluetooth controller and with our iPhones and then one of us play that way. Because we like to play, you know, and the only way to play Destiny with each other right now is to have two separate PlayStation 4s and, and, two, TVs. and two TVs and that's what we do, which monopolizes a large portion of our living room. And so to be able to do one of those cloud-based and not have to have a console I, i'm really the, the, the one downside of that still is, is the latency issue because if you're playing in a pvp or even just uh where we're playing pve a strike together if you have any kind of lag or any kind of latency that's keeping you from seeing the action as it's really happening it's going to be a very very frustrating experience mm -hmm. they're saying you need need at least 25 megs down which we have here we've we've got about 32 which is not great uh the average in the u.s right now is 96 megs the average in the uk is 46 which both of those averages are more than enough the problem comes into the rural areas in which we are classed as rural where we are in the UK. We're an hour outside of London. Uh, we're not a major city per se. And so we might be fringe having problems with that that connection. Because even though, yes, we we're, we get 
30 on the most part if you ever dip below that threshold you're going to see you're going to see gaming issues and so this is going to be a problem with those people that don't have the fastest internet speed so it's going to be interesting to see this at launch i I won't jump on right away because i'm going to watch and see what happens i want to see how people that are the first adopters what people have to say about how this cloud-based gaming kind of thing works Mm mm-hmm and it's just again interesting just just to see how this world evolves because guys the the video game world is evolving right now before our eyes we have never been in a place like this before where we are going to a a fully immersive cloud-based where you look at what ready player one was you look at what uh this uh we read a book called warcross what that's like where it's just a fully immersive type world outside of having consoles and servers in our home it's just we're just logging into this stuff and and it's it's a really interesting time to be Mm -hmm. so yeah yes trash panda yes that was just my little all right, so you're done with the Xbox, though, as far as in what, yeah. what's coming with that. Um, I didn't have anything on E3. Really, I was going to wait and see until after this week because all of the big, the big, big announcements are happening Tuesday to Thursday of this week. That's June 11th to June 13th is when the big announcements are actually well, hitting. all the rest of my stuff is all about different streaming services and how... They're doing different things at the moment, which is going to be kind of coming towards movies and TV, because I think you're touching on Disney Plus as well. So if you want to jump on on the Disney Plus bandwagon, why don't we go ahead and get started on that? Because can I please do DC first. Yes, you can do DC first. I know you really want to disparage DC at this point, and I know how much you love to bash them. So go ahead. Well, I no, I don't, because I thought we were getting somewhere with like Titans and with Aquaman. And a few things have happened this week that just make me go, shake my head and go, no, DC. No, no you, 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 you DC. keep wanting to get on the DC bandwagon and go, so, oh, DC's doing something good and yeah. applaud them. And then they do something like this. So the DC Universe service, is it called DC Universe? DCU, yeah. Yeah. So they created this show called The Swamp Thing, which I think might have been in line with the, the Mummy movie because that was like a DC um style movie they were doing like this whole series with the mummy and the invisible man and everything else okay and i think it may be linked to that i've got to keep looking into that and see where that was kind of linked so they made this series first of all they said right we're going to make a 13 episode series which is pretty standard for an opening season yep then most of the way through the filming the producers turned around and said no you can only have 10 episodes so now the uh well no that's uh Whoever owns DC, I can't remember who owns them. Warner Brothers. Yeah, Warner Brothers said, no, you can only have 10 episodes. The producers have now got to scuttle around and try and make this 13 season into a 10 episode season. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine the writers when you've already written these 13 episodes out? They're spaced out yeah. perfectly. You get to episode seven and go, oh, by the way, the last six episodes you have planned, you got to cram into two or three. I yeah. mean, it's ridiculous to ask. So then... So the producer was by, as a guy called James Wan, and it's received solid reviews, really great. Like the first episode yeah. of Swamp Thing? Okay. First episode premieres, solid reviews, critics like it, no problem. Before the second episode starts, they cancel it. And this is just this last week, right? This has yeah. just come out this last week that they, they've can't. 
that that to me is not like the show is doing bad. That means DCU, I think, is probably going to get canceled. Yeah. This is something that's coming. Now, I know they've already dumped Titans over to Netflix. I'm sure we'll see Doom Patrol hit over to Netflix as well here in the UK. Um, in the US, it probably won't be far behind. Well, here's the problem, actually. Just, the second season of Doom Patrol has yet to be announced. They wow. haven't even announced they're doing a second season. Um, but they have a second season then, of Titans, don't they? Uh, yeah, but the fact that neither the service itself nor any of their shows got so much as a mention at the Warner Media upfront presentation in New York would seem to be a big problem. And, and then, and, and then, so they released this week a poster for the new Wonder Woman 1984. Um, and garish is what I want to say. And I've got a friend who loves Wonder Woman. I mean, this girl loves Wonder Woman. To like that poster wasn't that bad though. It was eighties. I mean, she it fit went right in and with looked the... <laughs> straight at it, and she's like, "What is that?" I'm like, "That's the new poster for the Wonder Woman movie," and she's like, "No, I'm but... like, yeah." She's like, "No, that's bad. What is she wearing? That's not a." And it is. She's in pure gold, and then it's all these bright colors behind her, kind of making a W, but it is awful looking okay, that, that still it is like a headache inducing bad it still doesn't have me as concerned as the possibility that we may lose season two of titans because titans was fantastic like, yeah, fan freaking tastic and and if we don't get a season two and a season three and four of that i'll be so so angry because that ugh, how many how many times have we had to say dc get your crap together on this oh, show i don't know but this dc get your crap together this is getting Ooh. to the point with um, the Flash pulling out. Ezra Miller's pulled out. You've got I, Superman I can't remember pulled, if he, if he's pulled out. Fully pulled out You've or got not. Affleck pulled out. And then, you know, half the internet is up in arms about Robert Pattinson possibly getting Batman. I still think honest, this is okay. I still think this can work, though. I really do. I may, I may be the only one out there that thinks this can work. But I look at what a younger Bruce Wayne would be. He would be an emo, brooding... A little bit yeah, but DC have already kicked Batman in the balls by saying, or you know, when Ezra Miller's Flash turns to him and goes, so what's your superpower? I'm rich. And that's it. I mean, it's like, seriously, dude, you're rich. There's no way you could have beaten Superman for a start. No way. And you just, oh, just let the Batman go. Just let him go. Let him float away. Yeah. Then float away. Just Did you hear though that now Robert Pat Robert Pattinson is in line to do a trilogy of Batman movies? Oh my goodness. So we'll now have three. And actually I'm just looking this up right now. This is one day ago. Do you remember the character that played uh oh what was I'm trying to think of what his name was. He was the character that kind of was it chaos was his name and he died. He was the only one that died in the last X-Men apocalypse in the explosion at uh, Charles Xavier's manor. That character that died oh, in the explosion. Cyclops' brother. Yes. Okay. Um, he they've shown mayhem. mayhem, not chaos. Yes. I knew it was something like that. Uh, apparently uh, he has suited up as the flash to replace Ezra Miller. Oh, for goodness and I, I actually I didn't I didn't realize this. This is brand new, like as of yesterday, that, that Ezra Miller is now officially officially out, and Lucas Till, who so was that character, so why they not replace Gal Gadot? Because if you're rebooting the Justice League again, how are you then going to do that? It's stupid. Yeah, I, I don't know. They it's... just need to open the hand, drop it, 
and say we just need to stop. But she's the all only. Of she, it. She's the only character. Well, I, okay, I'll, I'll give Aquaman. Aquaman has worked as well. But of the well, I, I guess no. you can't really say anything about Cyborg other than he's just been there. Like there's nothing uh, been no 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 good Aquaman about Cyborg. Works. Gal Gadot works, but the movies do not work. I didn't like the Wonder Woman movie. I just didn't like it. And it's not because of the blaringly obvious, terrible writing in in her backstory. Yeah. But apart from that, you just don't it like was the, just the, a bad You just movie. don't like that they confuse Roman and, and Greek mythology. I don't like that either. But <laughs> that's the one that's the only gripe you have with that, is no, it? No, it's the gripe it makes... I've had Wonder Woman all along. All along. No. The reason I have an issue with it is it was. It wasn't a you know what? There are very few movies where I'm like, oh, I can't be bothered with that one anymore. And some of the earlier Hulk movies, can't watch them. I find that movie incredibly hard to watch. And I like Chris Pine and I like Gal Gadot. But I'm not a big fan of that movie. Just because of the writing, though. I, th- I think she works as a Wonder Woman character because... Didn't it, I just say that? I, I, I did. You did. But... That's why I think she's still okay to carry on as Wonder Woman. because. But in- it wouldn't make sense now for her to carry on if they've made all these other characters younger because they're going to have to replace Superman now. They really almost need to just do a whole wash with it. Otherwise, it really doesn't work right. Well, it- and it's sad, it's sad because that means Jason Momoa is going to have to be kicked off as well. And he's a brilliant Aquaman. I, I like that. But I that. don't get how they're going to do it. But, but it seems what they're doing is they're going more for individual standalone movies. And they've even said that. They're, they're not going for this joined world anymore. They're doing standalones. And that's what the Joker, the Joker is a standalone movie. And that Joker movie? I'm really, I'm really scared no. for that one. I'm going to no. still hold the jury out on Robert Pattinson. But, I'm going to hold the jury out on that because I, th- I think you're going to be surprised. And I think I'm going to be surprised Dude, as well I'm that he British does. He does and, a good job. And I'm, I'm all for British actors, but no, 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 no. No, 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 no. I know no, you're no. not happy. It's no. not as bad as what Sonic has done, though, with, with Sonic the Hedgehog and them, you know, backing that up now another year. So we're not going to get it until 2020. It's probably about the same to me. But I, I really don't think that movie can recover now. I mean, Sonic, when you figure that it cost the, the, the highest cost in a movie is your CG, right? And now they've had to replace the entire Sonic character. So you're looking at probably a 50% increase in your budget, plus the stigma associated with that movie. I don't see how that movie recovers. No. I mean, Jeff Fowler said his team needs a bit more time so that we're going to try to still hit the initial release date. That's not happening now. They need some more time. That's great. Which On is, IMDb, actually, it's still listed as the same date. No, it, it's it's now 2020, so it's not the same date. They've pushed it back. Um, I'll be surprised if that movie breaks even. If, if they can get their money back at this point, it, it's a good day for that studio because having to redo all of what they're doing and the stigma attached to it, they're, they're up against the wall. I didn't... Why didn't they just go ahead and like get a bunch of like people from our generation and go here? Look, this is our design for Sonic the Hedgehog. Well, what know. do you think? And everybody been like, no, that doesn't look good. Our- Don't you do that? It looks like a child running around in a blue suit. That's weird. And uh, no, our nine-year-old son knew that didn't look right. Our nine-year-old son saw that and said, "Why does Sonic look so funny? <laughs> like it just it doesn't work." I mean, how did it make it through all the different levels of testing and and the group, the focus groups, and all the employees? Any employee could have just said, "Hey, this looks." 
like crap. Can we please redo this? But nobody spoke up. And it made it to the point where they have to spend millions and millions of dollars mm. to make it right. And they're going to be lucky to break even on that. Um, yeah. Staying on movie news, if we're on movie news, the Rousseau brothers have a new movie called Cherry, and it has Tom Holland in it. And now I got to say, um, I'm sold on Holland. And so because of that, you know, this movie is my cereal. And what I mean by that is I can have cereal for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. So I can have Tom Holland whenever and whatever Tom Holland's in these days, I will just watch. So it doesn't matter. No, you, you know that I can have cereal, breakfast, lunch, or dinner. I can, when you first met me, what did I have? 30 boxes of cereal in my cupboard because I just eat cereal all day long. Tom Holland is my cereal. It doesn't matter what he's in. You know, he might be bran flakes sometimes. That's fine. He might be Cocoa Pebbles, some other parts. It's great. But what Tom Holland has See, shown me in Spider-Man. Now, all you're doing now is challenging me to find something that Tom Holland is awful in and make you watch it. You probably will. Come on, Sci-Fi Channel. Please put him in the, like, the next Sharknado movie no, or no, Giant no. Octopus versus Tom Holland can do um, no wrong metal, right now. Metal, Megasword, Crocodile. Hold on. Well, this is just right now. He could prove me wrong, but right now, Tom Holland is my serial. I can just watch him uh, in whatever. There's a movie clicking in the back of my brain that I know you'd never watch that's got him in there, and I need to find it because there was something I was reading the other day, and I was like, <laughs> holy crap, that's not a good movie. Okay, well, between now and our next show, you, you can find that, and I'll try to watch it, then let you know what I think. But for right now, just what Tom Holland has shown me as Peter Parker and him as an actor, he's my serial, and I'm okay with him in anything. Mm. Now, this, this one, though, the Rousseau brothers are doing, uh, it's called Cherry. It is a bank robber flick. Um, it's a veteran army medic that turns to a life of crime. I mean, it's gripping, right? Academy, uh, watch out. Here comes Cherry. You know, Tom Holland, uh, you should prepare to be amazed because it's Tom Holland as a bank robber. And, uh, <laughs> okay. and, and that, that's, that's all. That's all it is. There's not much no, more known about the movie than that. Than, he was in The Lost City of Z. That was a terrible movie. I'll watch it. Let's go. Bring it on. You Bring already it on. watched it and, and you said it was boring. Uh, it's, I'll enjoy the Tom Holland parts. Oh, my gosh. I'll enjoy the no. Tom Holland parts. Um, <laughs> are you done with movie news? Um. Because that's my, my, my last bit of movie news is the Rousseau Brothers new movie with Not Cherry. Not entirely. Um, so... Well, you better be. We got five minutes. Wrap it up. Oh, you suck. Uh, movie five news. minutes. Um, oh, I was going to talk about this. It was nice. 47 meters down. Uncaged. Why would you want to talk about this? Because it's a shark movie and I'm Hold excited. On. It's and not until August. People have three months to get ready for tough that. Tough luck. Um, August. So... This one actually does look better than the first one. I'll say that. The first one was all right. It wasn't great. But this one actually looks better. Uh, more sharks. Always a good thing. I love my sharks. It couldn't look worse. It's not like that movie was any good Did to begin with. Did you watch it? I saw bits of it. it yeah, wasn't... you didn't watch it. Just what was the movie you said you hadn't watched the other day and I was completely shocked and I nearly slapped you? I don't know. There was a movie that you should have seen I was watching. Godzilla that we just saw? I'm not sure. No, I'd... it wasn't Godzilla. It was something else that was like, how on earth have you not watched that movie? 47 meters down. No, though. it was Deadpool 2. <gasps> I've seen Deadpool 2. I just hadn't seen the last little bit of it. It wasn't the last 
little bit. It was like the last half an hour of the movie. It was like the last 30 minutes. I'd seen the first bit. It was fine. It was good. Now, I have this to... This is a man who loves Ryan Reynolds and <laughs> calls do. himself Deadpool and hadn't seen Deadpool 2. I'd seen Deadpool 2. I'd seen the first, the, the first like, 75% you know, of it, like, six times. the most important part of the movie. That is true. The, the, the end credit scene of that movie was, was, it was epic, where he's going around setting the timeline straight. Now, the one thing I do disagree with is him getting rid of himself in Green Lantern because, you know, I, I, st- I still enjoyed that movie. I did too. It, w- it wasn't a horrible movie. There, there's, there's worse. X-Men Origins with Wolverine, that was a terrible movie. Wolverine Origins, horrible. Yes, horrible. What they did to him in that as Deadpool in quotes, air quotes, here, I'm air, I'm air quoting, right? Right now? Weapon X. That was the worst ever. You can't make that Deadpool. No. So, so yes, that was okay. All right. Okay. But him getting rid of Green Lantern, eh, I don't know. You're welcome, Canada. You're welcome, Canada. As he so, shot himself, setting the timeline straight so he can't play Green Lantern. That's good. Stupid. That's where he's met his wife. That is really mean. Exactly. He met his <gasps> wife in the he's Green saying Lantern. That he didn't want to meet it. Right, we got to tell Blake Lively. Oh, you know. I'm sending a tweet, right? Tweet sent. All right. Tw- Blake Lively knows now that he never wanted to meet her. Exactly. So if you see them break up, you'll know it's because of me. Yep. Oh, gee, that's terrible. We should not <laughs> wish that on anybody. This is horrible. Yeah, let's break people Okay, up. 47 meters down Her, caged. Wait, was the first Sharks. one called 46 meters down? No, it was 47 meters down. So they're both called 47 meters down. But this one's uncaged. Because in the first one, they were in a cage, and this one, they're not in a cage. Wow, this movie sounds amazing. I'm going to go out <laughs> it and watch is. it right now. Let me pre-order my Shut tickets. Up. I'm going to go pre-order right now. I'm pre-ordering. I have to see this. This is amazing so shark movie. we're still waiting for <laughs> the next Meg <laughs> installment. And this looks great. It's another shark movie. Why? And Why? there's another movie Why coming do we out. we this? We don't. Yes, Nobody we do. Does. Nobody And does. there's a get- Nobody. Nobody. alligator movie coming out as well, oh. which that one has a terrible premise because it's- When um, does Cherry come out? Tom Holland, where are no. you? Tom, Tom, help me and out. There's a young woman ah. trying to save her father, during Category 5 Hurricane, finds herself trapped in a flooding house and must fight for her life against alligators. Yeah, it's called Twister. We already saw... No, it's called Cruel. Jodie Foster... Not Jodie Foster. Helen Hunt saved herself and her family. Her family died and she tried to save them. That, and Wait, that was a tornado, not a hurricane, It was nutty. still Twister. It doesn't matter. Shut up. Still better than whatever so you're explaining. this is Barry Pepper. No. <laughs> and Kayla Scaldonero. No. And that's the chick from the Maze Runner. Okay, I did like her. Yeah. Well, she's well, at least in, in that movie. No, she cruel. pissed me off in that movie. She was mean. I didn't like that. No, she's bad. Sean! Whatever. No, she's bad. She's bad. Okay, but she's bad. Whatever. No. So, I'm looking forward to 47 Meters Down on Cage. Because I like a good shark movie, and it's tough luck for you, mate, because you're going to have to take me. So... There you go. Uh, the other TV show that looks really great is called Carnival Row. It's uh, a new show that's coming out on Amazon Prime. It's Cara Delevingne and Orlando Bloom. Orlando what? Bloom. There you go. So Boom. Cara Delevingne Orlando is the lady, Boom. was the girl from Valerian. 
Okay. Yeah, the chick from Valerian. Wait, the, the actor, actress, singer, fashion model, what's your face? Yes, okay. that's her. Uh, it's a Victorian fantasy world filled with mythological immigrant creatures whose rich homelands were invaded by the empires of man. This growing immigrant population struggles to coexist with humans in the grimiest section of the city, forbidden to live, love, or fry with flea... Fly with or fry. freedom. We're going to cook them up and have Shut them for dinner. Up. <laughs> so, uh, no. Orlando Bloom plays Rycloth Philistrate, a, uh, and a refugee fairy named Vignette Stonemoss... Uh, which he's is Cara Delevingne. No, he's a ref. He's a guy, a human detective, and there's a refugee fairy named Vignette Stonemoss, which is Cara Delevingne's character. They rekindle a dangerous affair despite an increasingly intolerant society. So it's basically like an Orlando alternate. Orlando Bloom has an affair with a fairy. In an alternate Victorian landscape. It well, looks amazing. That doesn't sound like a must watch. I don't know what is. Although that one does sound better than 47 meters down. I got to give you that. I do like the fantasy fairy tale type more so than the just sharks uncaged. Says the man who watches football. Says the man that watches what? Football. I don't watch football. I haven't watched a single match in what the two and a half years that I've been in this country. And how many times do I walk in on you listening to ESPN radio? I listen to sports. Really loudly for like half an hour while you're trying to sleep, and these guys are yelling at each other. That's just how sports talk people are. Boo. All right. Boom. No, I said okay. So that one, I will, I will probably watch At that one. At least this is entertaining. Yes, it is. I don't watch football in this country. I mean, I, I try to. I, I watch the Stupid World Cup. Stupid co-ed girls swimming where they're not supposed to be, getting trapped and eaten by sharks. That is entertainment, right there. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that is the entertainment that America wants. And England. And England. Okay. I like shark movies. <laughs> no, I will watch the Orlando Bloom one. That one does sound kind of at least a little bit like I might pique my interest. I need to you see like a trailer steampunk. first. That's why I need to see a trailer first. It looks good. All right. Well, I'll watch a trailer and let you know. There you go. It's not like Tinkerbell. That's good. If it's not like Tinkerbell, that is a step in the right direction. We haven't talked about Disney Plus yet either. No, but Disney Plus is coming. And did you know all the Disney Plus shows are going to be part of the MCU? They're going to be canon, which is unlike Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., which always referenced kind of the movies, but they were never they were never referenced themselves. All of the Disney Plus shows, which have Loki, Falcon and Winter Soldier, Hawkeye, um, and Vision and Wanda, those are going to be canon, which has never happened yet. And so that's the reason I'm excited about them. The things that were making me excited about Disney Plus, uh, a couple of things. They're, apart from their remaking The Sword and the Stone, Three Men and a Baby, Father of the Bride, and a big Star Girl, Star Girl film. Okay, you just which did nothing makes for me, me. No, that makes me cross, actually. Yeah. Um, there is a show by the people who do the who do predators and gossip girl which is a really weird thing that's a um, weird combination predators it, and gossip it's called, girl <laughs> yeah i know it's weird the secret society of second born follows a 15 year old girl who just happens to be in line second in line to the throne sent to a summer school where she initially believes it's run of the mill and later finds out she's a training camp for second born royals with superpowers hmm. could be cool um 
Then there is a Disney villain series that they're going to be doing, which looks really kind of cool. Uh, there's an Escape to Witch Mountain series, a Sandlot series, a new high school musical series, a reality show called Encore, Be Our Guest, The Cooking Show, and um, G is working with James Cameron on a True Lies reboot series. Like Arnold Schwarzenegger yeah, True Lies? absolutely. Um, there's going to be a cameo from Arnie, apparently, but we're just kind of waiting on that. Um, they have now stated, though, that none of the more adult Fox titles, like Deadpool, will not be available on service. Oh, yeah. But you still have like, the PG-13. Princess Bride is, and the Sound of Music. It is capped it. at PG-13 because yep. Disney owns Hulu. They own something like 70% of Hulu, if not all of Hulu now, uh, with their Fox merger. And so all of their R stuff will be on Hulu and all of their PG-13 and under stuff will be on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Um, and there's also going to be a behind-scenes documentary about the making of Frozen 2, if you're interested in that. And 250 hours of National Geographic content is going to be included in the launch. Um, is also uh, the documentary Free Solo and the World According to Jeff Goldblum. The World According to Jeff Goldblum is a world I don't need to hear about. Oh, I um, think that's quite interesting, actually. But there we go. <laughs> but anyway. Um, I've seen him interviewed. He's not that exciting. I'm really excited about this. They're actually rebooting and giving the Muppets a new series. Okay. I mean, the Muppets, every generation The Muppets needs the tonight Muppets. was amazing. Like, the episode they did with Sandra Bullock while you were slapping, and they basically all sat around a bed slapping the heck out of each other was hilarious. Well, that's what I mean. Every generation needs the Muppets. So the yeah. Muppets coming back is okay. The the Like, our kids need to see a current version of the Muppets. I'm okay with that. That's yeah. fine. And they're remaking, apparently, going to be doing some more with Star Wars Clone Wars. Which makes me sad because Rebels was such a better series and I'd rather see Rebels than Clone Wars again. Oh, yeah. What were they doing with that? They were tying that into something. We'll talk about it next episode because we're really out of time now. Yeah. Um, j just on the end here, we are in June now, which is outside of Mental Health Awareness Month. But I do still want to point you towards Mark Ruffalo. And the reason why I do want to point you towards him um, I didn't really realize all of what he's been through. Mark Ruffalo that plays the Hulk. Mm -hmm. um, he really shared about living a life that is it, it constantly has a low level of depression that is constantly there. He was at a point in the early 90s where he was very suicidal and one of his closest friends committed suicide. At that point is when he realized, hey, you know what? Suicide is not the answer because he saw the shattered lives of everybody around him. And realized that suicide just just breaks things. And so that kind of sobered him up in some ways. But then he had brain cancer, had a tumor removed, had half of his face paralyzed. Doctor said he would never recover. He actually was able to recover mostly. You can kind of see now in his acting there there's some remnants of that that facial paralysis that happened to him. But but he, he is someone that's living with mental health, has lived a life of mental health. And has gone through recovery. I'm going to put a link in, in our, uh, all the comment section, not the comment section, but just our, our, uh, mm -hmm. the information about the, this podcast. Um, check it out because Mark Ruffalo, what he's gone through, uh, if you're dealing with any kind of mental illness, mental health, yeah, it, it seems to me like Mark Ruffalo has gone through all of it. 
and and to read his recovery story and what he's doing to deal with basically the, the constant ongoing thing he's dealing with I, I hopefully it's something that'll touch you because it's something that touched me and i'll have that in our uh, information about this podcast so please check it out I always want to focus on that because it is something that, that, that is big. It is something that's never going to go away. Uh, one in five in the U.S., one in four in the U.K. are dealing with some form of mm-hmm. mental illness. One in ten in both countries are dealing with a very severe form of mental illness. And 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 we need to know there's people that are going through the same thing. And, and there are resources out there that are available to us because um, you're not alone in what you're going through. Lots of people around you are, and we want you to know that, that you're not alone. Break the stigma, break the silence that this isn't something you're doing alone. Um, and so j- just for me from the geek underground, I-, I want you to know that you are awesome. You're amazing. And that's why I always say, don't forget to be awesome. And trash Panda says, be unique, be yourself. You know what? Don't be afraid to be different and to like what you like and to enjoy the things that you enjoy just because somebody else doesn't like it. That's not a reason that you've got to go along with the crowd. You know, it's okay to be yourself because you are amazing, you are unique and you are made in just such a unique way that, you know what, you shouldn't be like anybody else. We're made to be different people. So it's okay. We are made with purpose, guys. You you are designed. You are made with purpose. Fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes, you are. So we love you guys. We um, do. We are cutting this kind of abruptly. It seems we, we went from talking about stuff to ending very quickly. But just, just but just know that, that we have a great time with you. We love being here. And again, for for my sake, please respond because I want to win. So 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 let me know how that game was so amazing. Uh. So respond and, and make me win. So I love you guys. All right. Um, from the Geek Underground, have a great day and. The Geek Underground will return next week. But until then, don't forget to be awesome.